Listener discretion is advised. You're now tuned to the flavors of No Labels. What up, what up, everybody? Welcome to No Labels. I'm your main man, The Puff, man. For this episode, I'm actually joined by a guest co-host who happens to be the only Ness that I know to be elegant. What up, elegant Ness? Welcome to the show. What's going on? Hi, hi. Uh, welcome to No Labels. We, I, I certainly hope you, you enjoy your stay throughout this episode. And uh, I hope you brought the heat with the stories you brought on, so... Let's let's see what the deal is, because I, I know there's, there's a lot of shit going on right now, but y'all know what the deal is here on No Labels. We like to give you guys conversations and stories that may not necessarily be, let's see, at the forefront of, of mainstream media. So, yeah. And you know we're not strangers to magical moments, obviously. If you want to get a hold of the show, you already know what time it is. The email here is a call to action. It's literally, okay? It's, look, it's very easy. Email us at nolabelsashow.com. That's it. God damn, I'm, I'm going to big myself up on that. <laughs> you can also find pat us. On the back. That's right. That's right. A little pat on the back. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, no.labels, and every Friday live on Clubhouse, 10 Eastern Standard Time, 9 Central. That's PM, okay, meaning nighttime. Please don't get it twisted. Live on uh, on Clubhouse doing a, a, a live weekend review, meaning the week in review, live. And trust me, on that stage, we talk about stories that we may not necessarily feature throughout the week um, on these pre-recorded episodes. All right, Ness, enough of my babbling. What's up with you, girl? So you you got you you got some wild ass stories. You got some propaganda stories. I you know I I tell you what I was a little bit worried when I invited you onto the show because I was like you know I've I've heard Elegant speak on stage on Clubhouse, right? Elegant every room Elegant goes into she's moderating. It doesn't matter if it's a a soup Nazi room she's moderating. Doesn't matter if it's an amusement park room she's moderating. Do it. God damn it, this woman's got power. I don't know how the fuck she does it, man. But either way, the whole thing is that, uh, you know, when I invited her over to the show, you know, Ness, when she gets on the mic, she's, you know, she's aggressive. You know what I'm saying? She lets you know how she's feeling. She don't play them games. I try. Well, I, I think you do more way. than trying. <laughs> In an elegant way, though. That you definitely do. That you definitely do. So I we cer- I certainly appreciate that. Uh, you know, I, I don't think anything about you should be apologized for. However, there's one person apologizing right now, and that's Steve Levy from ESPN for having said apparently foul shit about Pittsburgh Steelers' Najee Harris. And uh, I, I hope, personally, that I didn't say anything that could be misconstrued about you, Elegant Ness. Is that 
Did I did I hit the mark? That's negative. Negative negative as in hitting the mark or negative like hey I hit the mark I'm good. You hit the mark. Oh sweet Jesus, thank you. All right, so Najee is playing a game, uh, and Mr. Levy happened to be the cat <laughs> doing the announcing, <laughs> and Homeboy said that uh, even. This I qu- I'm quoting here. Even when he got to Alabama on the full ride scholarship, got the fancy dorm room, he spent the first few months in Alabama sleeping on the floor. Levy said, "Okay," and then he went off to say uh, that uh, according to Najee, I hope I'm saying his name correctly, um, that it was it was more comfortable to sleep on the floor. And you know, Najee took to Twitter. You know, talking about yo, my man. I don't know what the fuck you talking about, B. <laughs> I slept on my bed, my man. The fuck is you talking about? <laughs> and uh, you know, some people came out and said that maybe, maybe uh, Levy was confusing him for somebody else that plays in the league. But the 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 thing that caught my attention about the story is the fact that okay, so he got some shit wrong during the broadcast, right? But now mm-hmm. it's like this shit because, you know, Levy's a fucking white guy, you know? So, oh, shit, you know? And Najee Harris is a black guy. So, oh, shit. And you were saying he was sleeping on the floor. Oh, shit. The guy's maybe making a legitimate mistake, right? But, you know, under the circumstances that we're in, now my man's donating money to Najee's fucking foundation and shit. Like, why wasn't he giving that money before? Okay, wait a minute. I think <laughs> the white dude might have been confusing him, you know, or about, um, remember that Tom Hanks movie, Castaway? Remember when he came back, he got saved and everything, mm-hmm. and they had the hotel room, and they had lobster and all kinds of the food, mm-hmm. and that big old bed, and what did he do? He slept on the floor. He slept on the floor, right. So wait, are you saying that Najee was a castaway? Oh, shit, god damn. <laughs> you see, this is what I'm talking about, man. Yo, Ness, Ness got the conspiracies. Ness, where the fuck did you get this conspiracy from? So Najee actually, he's a castaway. Is that what you're trying to say? He's just hiding the fact, right? I'm just <laughs> bringing up a point. No, that's, that's a very valid point, point, though. That's a very valid point. Absolutely. Yeah, I just, I don't see the necessity to have to go out and apologize. Nah. And... Like, he could have just easily gone back on the broadcast and been like, yo, last week I said this shit about Najee. Najee, my bad. Uh, you know, like, okay, a simple man-to-man, you know, apology. But going off and doing this fucking parading shit, like, oh, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. Look, look, look what I'm going to do. Look what look, look. Like, just, just go because back on the air. and Because they have to do that. If they don't do that, then... You think so? Well... They don't want to take the chance of being canceled or labeled labeled as a racist. Mm. So let me do some damage control. But no matter what I do, it's a catch twenty two. I'm damned damned if I do, damned if I don't. Yeah. yeah. So let me go ahead and bow down, and at least I can win some points back. You know, I was I was hoping I was going to see Levy maybe go up to Najee and uh, you know tell him I'm here to. 
to continue the promulgation of, of the ritual. You ever saw that video of the white people during the riots in 2020? People, white people going out, kissing, washing and kissing black people's feet? That was some wild shit, man. 2020 will be forever the fucking year. That just fucked up everybody's fucking memories, yo. Man. I was expecting fucking Levy to come out and and, and do that to Najee, because I mean at this point he might as well just drop his fucking pants and give Najee them white cheeks. Cause goddamn. I mean, grab your ankles. You might as well. Might as well. <laughs> yeah. Hey, now let me ask you something. Do you think Najee Najee would want a lap dance? And do you think they do you think uh Levy would get disciplined for it? I mean, he may. I mean, the bo- little boys in uh, high school are lap dancing their uh, teachers. Lord have mercy. And their Wh- principal. Where is this happening? I mean, what had happened was oh. in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> in Yo, these Kentucky. fucking schools, man. <laughs> Kentucky. They're, Down uh, here in Kentucky. Apparently, there was a uh, high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hazard High School, um, isn't that funny? Oh, I just tripped off that. Hazard you just saw High that? School. <laughs> ain't that about a biscuit? Okay. Yeah. Hazard High School. Um, there was a uh, some activity or some event that they're saying the kids put together, mm. where these high school students were scantily dressed. Oh. Uh, appearing to touch and dance in front of staff members. Wow. Now, what was really funny, I got to find this part. Um, the the gymnasium was f- not only filled with kids and the staff that were getting the lap dances, uh, mm. but a bunch of adults and none of them, none of Said them. Said shit about it? A, didn't say nothing about it. Wow. Okay. But that's not even the funny part, though. And, and and let me get this straight: the name of the fucking town is called Hazard. The the school is Hazard High School. In the town of Hazard. It, did it say it was in? The yeah, town in of the Hazard? town of Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm dead. Oh shit! What the fuck, B? That's that's wild shit right there. So, but the school's principal, whose name was Donald. Happy Mogolini. Mm. Now, Happy, that's his, that's what they call him, looked very happy in those pictures. Oh, wow. I, and not I, only bet. Was, <laughs> I bet. Not only was he the principal, he's also the town's mayor. That's fucking nasty. That's, I'm just saying. Wow. You know what? I, I'm going to big up that motherfucker only because he's pimping it. But that's gross. He's a fucking R. Kelly ass. But come on, 16, 15-year-old kids fucking lap dancing on you. Um, and not just kids, but boys. Oh, you know what shit. I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> what? Yo. All right. So wait, 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 wait. So <clears throat> let me get this straight. So there's a fucking no-name town called Hazard. In the middle of fucking nowhere, Kentucky. And what these motherfuckers are doing is essentially allowing for the kids to give lap dances to the motherfucker who not only runs the school, but runs the fucking town. This motherfucker right here wins the cake. He's got the whole town in on it with him. Wow. So, okay. Now, now, what's going to happen to this cat? 
Well, they said that it's under investigation. No. The um, the superintendent states that while we and and here's where it's funny because they're putting the. Uh wait, we're having we're having ma- and what we're having a magical moment. While we wait value- wait wait hold on, we're having a magical moment. Okay. So bring that back to when, <laughs> and people will say, Puff, why do you keep using Not- that service? Because I feel safe. It may fuck up my my recordings. It's cool. That's fine. You know what? Skype. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all gotta y'all gotta pick it up. Y'all gotta pick up the slack. God damn it. Um. All right. So let's bring it back to to the disciplinary action. Because what is it? There's an investigation. So there's currently an investigation. Uh-huh. And the superintendent, what she said, and putting putting it on the kids. Uh-huh. While we value our students' creativity, oh, we must also ensure that it is focused on appropriate direction and that's will be more vigilant uh, toward that goal in the future. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, the lighthearted activity simply got That out shit was lighthearted? Hand. Oh, wow. And it, it, it was lighthearted that simply got out of hand. And for that, we apologize. Mm. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, dear, dear parents, we would like to apologize for the orgy that took place in today. Uh, during today's uh, rally in, in the gymnasium. Uh, unfortunately, there, your, your child will be coming home with a rather strong stench. Of KY Jelly and, and prophylactic condoms. Uh, sorry about the uh, misunfortunate events. And, and thank you so much for sending your child to Hazard uh, High School. And possibly a case of herpes. Oh, or some syphilis, chlamydia. Actually, then I think we spoke about syphilis on the last episode. I had a, a, a guest co-host who also, from Clubhouse, uh, brought up you know the Tuskegee experiment, which although I highly doubt... That's the kind of experimentation that was going on in that high school. Uh, <laughs> no, because Happy was happy. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Wow, that's rough. Well, you know, the the type of people that do not get um, hell-bent over shit like that are the same people who get hell-bent when outspoken folks like uh, John Cleese decide to go show up somewhere to talk, or let's say Ben Shapiro or hell, a loud mouth like myself, although I'm a nobody at this point, right? Nobody knows me, so it's cool. Me I, I get, yeah. Well, no, no. We people know you, Ness. Get out of here with that shit. You know, you, you. They know on. you more than they know me. You be trying to, you forcing these magical moments now. Stop it. All right. Well, the whole thing is, is that John Cleese, all right, a guy known for his work in uh, in Monty Python, fucking hilarious. Uh. If memory serves me correct, I think we were talking about this uh, during the the, the pre-show, which was that I think he worked with, see, I forgot his fucking, Tom Selleck, thank you, you see, god damn it, (laughs) let me stop the music real quick and and give you that one, because you deserve it, Magnum P.I., baby, Magnum P.I., that's right, yeah, he had that Testarossa, god damn, that car, (laughs) oh my god, Tom Selleck was a bad motherfucker in the 80s, he's still a bad motherfucker, that mustache, very difficult to replicate. All right. Either way, the whole thing is that. Oh, and and that's right. Uh, what was it? No, no. I, I take that back. I I could have sworn he had played Hitler somewhere, but I I I could take that. I'm gonna take that back. I can't I can't confirm that. All right. The whole gist of the story is, is that John Cleese has fucking blacklisted himself from showing up at Cambridge. 
So he's no longer going to be doing speeches um, because apparently he's deemed, you know, he's deemed offensive. So a former Monty Python performer gave a resounding nigh to the Cambridge Union on Wednesday after the debate club announced a new blacklist for speakers deemed offensive. Beloved British actor John Cleese said he pulled out of the scheduled talk at Cambridge University based on the woke rules rolled out by Cambridge Union. I'm not going to... Fuck, I was going to do a, a quick British, but I, I'm not going to do that. Uh, I was looking for... I'm going to quote him, though. I was looking forward to talking to students at the Cambridge Union this Friday, but I hear that someone there has been blacklisted for doing an impersonation of Hitler, Cleese tweeted on Wednesday. I regret that I did the same on a Monty Python show, so I am blacklisting myself before someone else does it for me. Uh, that last part, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, you got to think. I mean, what kind of a fucked up world are we living in where impersonating? I mean, it's you got to think impersonating is like the professional version of being a kid fucking making believe, right? An impression is when you get paid to do this shit. <laughs> You're not the fucking person. You're not the person responsible for fucking putting Jews in, in gas chambers. Like, you know what, Ness? I'm going to shut the fuck up. Because I, sw I swear to God, some of this shit just, it just, it's not right. I, I don't get where the fuck it's coming some from. Some of it. What do you mean some of it? Well, all of it. And, well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Personally, I think it's propaganda. All right? Yeah. I think it's propaganda. But... What we're going to do here is, is we're going to hold off on the propaganda. We're going to go into this musical break. And when we come back, guys, Ness is going to let us know exactly who and what generation actually is now 30% as a whole identifying as a certain thing. And it's all thanks to propaganda. Be right back. This is No Labels. <laughs> Just don't understand it 
What up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to No Labels. That was Aja. What do I got to lose? I think you could pretty much make that out from the uh, from the chorus, that that was the actual title. But for those of you who don't know, you guys are having little magical moments somewhere deep in that brain of y'all. Yeah, that that's was the... also my daughter. Oh, wait, Aja is your daughter? Yes. Stop playing. I'm lying. God damn. Well, Aja's got a beautiful career. Shots fire, god damn it. And uh yeah. Wow. That was a very dope song. Thank you. I love I'm, it. I'm I'm glad that my 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 guest co-hosts are bringing on early on music. I mean, don't get me wrong, Magnif, which has uh and I, I know I'm gonna touch into this briefly here, but actually you know what I won't. I, I will in another episode because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that to you, uh Ness, but you know what? If it's just up to me, I'd be playing old school Janet and Heavy D throughout every single episode. Big ups to me, goddamn it! That's got nothing but love for you, baby. I got nothing but love for you, honey. What you got? What you got? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Either way, guys, welcome back to No Labels. Goddamn, man, it feels good to be back from that break, uh, and it feels even better knowing that Aja is Ness's. Uh, daughter because now i get to claim that i know somebody famous there you go <laughs> that. look at that that's how the world works man you just need to you know go on clubhouse once in a while and guys if you go on clubhouse make sure you glow you go excuse me not glow well if you want to glow yes glow that's fine but make sure while you're glowing you go to clubhouse on fridays 10 Eastern Standard Time, 9 Central. That's PM, of course, meaning nighttime. Uh, no labels, live, week in review. You do the math, all right? And during that live episode uh, on Clubhouse, uh, we touch base on basically stories that we may more than likely have not spoken about here on the show. And, uh, you know, shit that may just be breaking right then and there as the show is happening because Clubhouse is always on and popping. And before you know it, some shit can be taken off and you're in there talking about it live. So by all means, make sure you check us out on there. You know the deal with the goddamn email here is. Um, you know what? I'm not even going to get into it. And and also, yeah, that's right. We're on Instagram, which I don't know why the fuck we're on there. <laughs> I will say that. But we're on there. And it's no dot labels. So there you have it. Now, I'm going to take a step back and I'm going to stop spreading propaganda about no labels. And I want to figure out exactly what kind of propaganda it is that you're talking about. And that's because before we went on to that musical break, uh, with your delightful, beautiful daughter, uh, we we were talking about the the whole cancel culture. How John Cleese said, "Yo, man, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm I'm a blacklist my goddamn self before somebody tries to take my goddamn money away." Uh, but it seems like the same people who are running around canceling shit are the same people who, although consider themselves woke are really asleep because of the shit that they are being inherently from a from an intellectual standpoint they're being fed shit that's keeping them asleep did mm -hmm. i get that right yeah i went into about. a puffism my bad you know i i tend to do that shit big ups to me god damn it
what's going on is definitely probably oh, wait happening with our we, kids. We had another magical moment. You know, I think the the wheels the wheels are greasing up now, and they're starting to realize because they used to do this to me and to Mag and I when we would start talking about a topic that they don't like. They start fucking mm -hmm. with us. You know, they start freezing mm -hmm. up the connection and shit. So, yeah. And mm -hmm. by the way, guys, you see, Puff is somewhere in the U.S. And Ness is somewhere else. You know, Puff doesn't have money like that. You know, so I can't afford a studio like Joe Rogan and fly people in, you know what I'm saying, and all of that shit. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, if you want to do that, however. One day. One day. Yeah, just keep listening to the show, goddammit. <laughs> One day I will be able to. But for now, we got to... Uh, you know, unfortunately, we, we, we have to rely on the sources that we have. And uh, Ness. Yes, sir. So, okay, take that from the top, please. Because th there's, there's a message. Not I wouldn't say necessarily a message, but there's something deeper here that I, I know you've touched base while on stage on Clubhouse. And I, I know this is part of your strong forte. So, please. Yes. Well, definitely propaganda uh, being fed to our children from the time they're in preschool all the way through college mm -hmm. um and i there's been a study um that tells us an unbelievable 30 percent of millennials that's a big now chunk. 30 percent that's that is a big number that's a third now identify as LGBTQ according to this new study. And in 2018, it was less than 9%. Mm. How you go from And you got to think, that's, what was that, like four years? Oh my God, where's my arithmetic? Three years. That's three years. Good grief. Ah, damn. You see? Magical moment. Brain fart. It's okay. I got the math. There you go. I wasn't always high in math class. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> oh shit keyword high <laughs> but if if i mean to go from nine percent to thirty mm -hmm. percent in jump. three years mm -hmm. if that ain't propaganda i don't know what is so this study um is talking about the uh influence mm. the rising influence uh of the LGBTQ uh, on <laughs> these millennials mm -hmm. and why they're identifying this way and how they're even being influenced by the left's Marxist propaganda. That's okay? crazy. Shit that our grandparents and great grandparents died fighting to make sure it never made it to the shores of America. <laughs> yeah. And these little cornballs are running around espousing all these fucking stupid ideologies. That's that's crazy. I I mean, and and it's sad because it, they hardly have a leg to stand on. They can't fight. Mm -hmm. uh, at least what they call fighting is really not fighting because these these kids are soft as marshmallows. Okay, um, so. I did want to touch on uh, a couple of uh, a few things, some of the key findings, mm -hmm. which was that 29% of young millennials were counted, and this is age 20, 18 to 24, were counted as having some type of mental disorder. Oh, um, wow. You think? Wow. Well, don't say uh, that too loud because you know the, you know the magical police will come for you. You know what well, they're fairies. Come on. <laughs> They'll come for you. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you know how to come through. Shit. Um 
54% of all millennials acknowledge some degree of emotional fragility wow. or even mental illness. Uh, 96% of millennials or 24 out of 25 lack a biblical worldview despite the majority oh, having the a, favorable, mm -hmm. a favorable opinion of Jesus. Mm, yeah, but you said yeah, you said that B word, biblical. That's you crazy girl. I mean, you can't talk about the Bible in school, right? Nah, but you could definitely talk about sucking dick. You know that for a fact. You and can, you could talk about Satan too. Right, you could talk about Satan. You could talk about catching it in the ass. Mm -hmm. You could talk about all of that shit except for Jesus. <laughs> Jesus can't talk about that motherfucker. And when no. you do, you already know they're gonna. <laughs> what they do is they they fragment. The conversation, then they start splintering everybody into arguments. You know, well, was he white? Was he black? I was like, who gives exactly. a shit? Like, <laughs> who was, gives he a a was, was he a Jew? A Jew? Was he a real Hebrew Jew? Israelite? Right, right. He, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Was was um, he really doing he, the stuff that he was doing? Maybe those people were just high and they didn't know. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, what the flying? Oh, I fuck. Mean, and okay, last two, less than a third claim to believe in God, mm -hmm. which, uh, and then the one that I find the most interesting, 75% mm. say they lack meaning and purpose in life. I bet. But you see, I don't think, well, all right. Well, the biblical thing, yes, I understand, but I don't think those two are correlated. Why not? Because having purpose in life comes from producing from doing something from creating and you got to think even though these knuckleheads are being told that they're being creative and you know they're they're true express your true self but they really not really they're not really expressing themselves they're they're having somebody else brainwashing them into thinking that they're expressing themselves and in all reality they're just projecting whatever they were told to you know emulate out into the world now mm. the the thing here is that you know Yes, the the biblical aspect is understood because you have some type of moral guidance, I suppose, right? There's a compass there, but the 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 feeling of self worth comes from, you know, like our grandparents' generation, and you know, hell, even our parents' generation. You know, it it, it was always the same thing: work, hard work pays off. So that they don't instill that shit in these kids. You know, they go to these colleges. Why do you think they're complaining about two hundred grand in fucking you know student loans? It it being in debt. And it's like, well, okay, so wait a minute. You you go and you get a fucking degree in medicine, and mm. now you're telling me that you can't fucking pay the shit. You know medicine, like mm. fucking go start a fucking personal you know a private practice. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you know what I mean? You you oh, I went in and graduated from X Y and Z, and, and and you know I'm I could I'm a lawyer now, but I choose not to, you know, be a lawyer, and I'm I'm in debt 250 grand. It's like, well, go be well, a fucking lawyer. <laughs> some of them, it's not even that they they don't even choose to be a lawyer so the, anymore. It's that being a lawyer doesn't pay well uh, enough. That that yes yes their and, loan and and even just to live. But but here's here's why I do think that uh, the Bible the biblical view mm -hmm. does correlate with them lacking meaning and purpose in life is because you mentioned creation mm. and self-worth and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Well, 
that is what we get from the Bible. What people who believe in the Bible, they know that they are the sons and daughters of a king. Mm. This is where their self self-worth comes from. They know who their daddy is. They know that he loved him. He loves them us enough that mm-hmm. he sent his only begotten son to die for us. Mm. So when they don't have that, then where, where, where else are they looking? They have, I, I mean, and I, I know that people believe in all different kinds of things. And, mm-hmm. and I think that, you know, that's all right. You know, whatever you choose to believe, if that's what you right, feel right. works best for you and, and what, you know, that's cool. But believe in something, there is a higher power. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see, but that you would have to surrender yourself to that ideology, right? And, and that's where, you know, I, I guess people, you know, uh, Christians say that, you, you know, you have to give your life to God. But, excuse me. Oh, oh my God. Excuse me. How dare I know? Right, Puff? How, how dare you, Puff? You you even have, you have a female on on guest co-hosting with you and you still burp into the, oh my God, it's so disgusting. My apologies. We'll I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Oh man, that's a magical moment for me. All right, but th- the whole thing is that you have you have the aspect, like I said before, you know, of of the biblical, you know, the moral compass. But at the end of the day, you know, if if we're if we're going to go, you know, I, I said that I, I was splitting them, right? But if we're going to go that route of hey, well, look, you still need the biblical, then I suppose yeah, because was what was God didn't God tell uh, Adam that he would have to. He would have to live off the sweat of his off his forehead, meaning he would have to work the land in order to make shit grow, right? So even that, I mean, these motherfuckers don't even do that. They just, huh? I, I it cut up for a second. It cut um, out for a second. He had I to live off God. the. He, yeah, so he I was saying live off the sweat of what? Off the sweat of his forehead. Right. So Adam, God told Adam when he kicked him out of the Eden, right? He told Eve that she was going to, you know, bear suffering whenever she would bear a child. Um, And then Adam would have to, you know, live off the sweat off his forehead, meaning he would have to work. And you have to think, I, I suppose, from a genetic standpoint, we're predisposed to be individuals who go out and make it happen. So even yeah. if we were to separate, even if we tried to separate the two, right, they're still in some way, shape, or form intrinsically connected because you have to think, I mean, this generation, everything to them is Uber Eats, DoorDash, Uber, Lyft. Uh, I'm sure there's a plethora of other services out there that I have no fucking clue they even exist. And God social knows, media. right? And then they also, right? They have the social media aspect of it, which is definitely not social at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big ups to that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the fact of the matter is, is that you have you have an entire generation that is more hell bent on having this shit done, you know, done for them, and on the spot, instantaneously. So, you know, when you when you come off like that, when you come off from from that type of lifestyle, shit crashes hard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't see how how this lasts any longer. And I, I know I just went very doom and gloom, but hey, I guess you know that's, what it is, that's where the whole country is going, it seems. That's 
<laughs> Big ups <laughs> to me for being Mr. Doom and Gloom. Thank you, Mag, for that. For that shout out. Uh, all right, Ness. Yes. If we're supposed to, in order to to make something of ourselves, we have to go out and work. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would that work? What would have to be the worth of that work? But more importantly, I, I'll tell you what. I'll rephrase the question. Since we have to work to feel, you know, like we're we're complete, right? Mm-hmm. We have a purpose. Yes. How would you feel? Would you feel like you have a purpose to fulfill if you were a principal being paid uh, to do absolutely nothing but indoctrinate kids? How would you feel no. about that job? Because uh, <laughs> according I, to the I story would. you have here, Grapevine, Colleyville, is that that I? Do you need please? You need to get into this shit because I have I have one final a story, but. I, I didn't want to gloss over this one because did this shit when I read it, this shit just bugged me the fuck out. Please go ahead and do us the justice, girl. Well, in Grapevine, Colleyville, mm. um, they voted to pay a principal encircled by critical race theory accusations to leave the district. Oh, now this uh, this principal was uh, accused of advocating for critical race theory and uh uh what they decided what the district decided was to have him resign but not only does he get uh the he still gets paid for his contract i believe it was one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a hundred twenty five k yes oh uh, shit and for the rest of this year and another year after that. Oh, so, yeah. this motherfucker so he got, he charged got up. This motherfucker gets it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now the, now, the story doesn't say exactly what the allegations of CRT uh, were, mm-hmm. but, you know, <sighs> That's the thing is that the people who support CRT are, have been gaslighting and continue to gaslight mm-hmm. about CRT. It doesn't exist. It's taught in legal school in law school only. It's a legal theory. Yeah, and then they wonder and then they wonder why why fucking lawyers are so fucking shady. <laughs> uh-huh. Look at what it is that they teach these fucking lawyers. And you want to teach it to little kids? Come the fuck on, man. I mean, and it's just a play on words. That's all mm-hmm. it is. And 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 that's the thing that I've seen being in the legal field myself for 20 years um, is that a, an attorney, a lawyer can have the the evidence, the law on their side. But if they can't argue it and articulate it well enough, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. And that's what we see every day. We hear it on Clubhouse. I, I was literally just about to point that out. Mm. Get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and be completely unprofessional. Let me open up this uh, package here of uh, Hershey's cookies and cream and have me uh, a little piece of a uh, little piece of chocolate here because uh, Ness, honestly, as much as I want to talk about CRT, I think Clubhouse has kind of fucking dragged it out for me. Yeah. And more importantly, I don't, if the country keeps going the way it's going, as you said, 
I don't think even this fucking bar of Hershey's cookies and cream is going to be affordable. So according to this uh, news article, Consumer Report, uh, excuse me, this this article, oh my God, from Fox Business says the consumer prices has surged, have surged by most in 31 years and, if, and prices have risen by 6.2% year over year in October. So you have to think that's that six percent added on to whatever the original price was of that item on top of whatever percentage your municipality or city charges you in right. sales tax for that item. So quite fr- and you gotta think, you know, these fucking Democrats, they love talking about taxes. Mm. Ah, excuse me. So you know. That them taxes, them sales taxes, motherfuckers. Y'all better get ready. Okay? Mm-hmm. Y'all and better get ready. not put any lube on it. Nope. Because it's coming in raw. I like it raw. Yeah, so <laughs> you already know. It's 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 going to be rough, but I'm, mm, mm. You know, I'm, I'm eating this, this shit, which is actually not even real chocolate because chocolate is brown and dark, right? But when I read the story, I had already heard about it because I, I, I listened to Maria Bartiromo. Not that that makes me important or smart, but either way, I'll, I'll big myself up. I listened to her because I used to have a crush on her when I was younger, when she used to be on CNBC. I thought she was the finest woman on TV ever. So, yeah. Uh, Maria, I hope she never hears this shit because this is going to be embarrassing. But either way, the whole thing was is that they were talking about inflation and I mean, I'm, I'm looking around and I'm looking at the state of the uh, of not just the economy, but the country itself. And I would have to agree with you that this shit feels like it's imploding. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah. Goddamn, this this Hershey's and cookies and cream. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is not fair. I don't have any. Yeah, this shit good. Mm. My Damn. grandmother used to, I used to be on the phone with my grandmother and I'd be eating something and she'd say, what you eating? That mm. sounds good. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> for whenever I feel like a Betty White, I got these Snickers here. And by all means, this is not an endorsement no. of, of any of these companies, but no. it behooves you motherfuckers out there to do one thing. And that is to do your own research because as you know, every single topic that has been spoken about on this episode can be found in the show notes doesn't matter what platform you want make sure you check out the show notes and check out the links to the stories i personally what i do is is what we do here at no labels we have our own titles but if you learn how to read in between the lines okay you'll be able to tell what article and what story is which by the title that we've given it and you know when placing it in the show notes so by all means have fun with that. And uh, guys, more importantly, you know how to get a hold of the show. Okay. The email here is email us at nolabelstheshow.com. You can find us on Instagram, no.labels, and Clubhouse. Obviously, Fridays, we're live 10 Eastern Standard Time, 9 Central, and that's PM. God damn it. Once again, PM. Please don't be that person that wakes up at 10 in the morning. Eastern Standard Time on a on a Friday. Yeah, you know, I know you. I know there's a lot of rich people that listen to the show. So, 
You know, a lot of rich people can afford to wake up at 10 on a Friday. You know, people like Ness and me, we don't. That's the reason why we have... That's the reason... Oh, well, damn. You know, you see? Mm. Ah, only man. on only on Fridays though. The rest of the week I wake up by seven. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, listen, <laughs> shit, that's still a level up. God damn it. Um, a lot of people wish they had Fridays off. All right. Well, enough of that bullshit. Uh, enough of thinking about how high and expensive shit is getting. Okay. Uh, Ness, do you have anything you want to let the audience know in terms of you know whether they want to follow you on Clubhouse? Um, you know, maybe you have a, a business you want to let folks know about. I don't know. What What do you have, girl, to offer this world that Where, people may huh? be interested in contacting you? That's that's my way of telling you the floor is yours. You can go ahead and let folks know how to get a hold of you. Gracias, gracias. Well, if no you, doubt. <laughs> if you go to Clubhouse, you can find or follow me. Uh, by looking up my name, my username, Elegant Ness. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't be surprised if you hear me on a stage and whatever comes out of my mouth. Whipping ass. Letting the shots <laughs> fire. Um, I do have a business. It's called Next Gen Legal. And that is um, my company that I've had for about four years now. And I train legal staff mm. um, specifically in California law. So uh, secretaries and paralegals and even uh, new junior attorneys uh, that want to learn how to navigate the court system and the legal field. God damn it. Look at that shit. And y'all say black people aren't fucking educated and entrepreneurial. Get the fuck out of here, man. Ness. Yes, sir. Yes. Thank you so much for your presence. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, no. Well, look, you know, the thing is that I figured, look, if if I'm going to bring people on board, you know what I'm saying, they're going to come in and they have to, one, understand what the concept is of no labels, and two... They have to be individuals who have knowledge of the world because, you know, we got a lot of people out here that really don't know what the fuck is going on. So I'm glad I was able to to get you on board to to come on and, and bring these stories along. And hopefully this is not the last time. Hopefully this is not the last time. Yeah. What do you think? And and I just wanted to note that, you know, the most washed part of the body was the brain in 2020. So, um <laughs> <laughs> Followed by hands. Uh, yo, <laughs> yeah, you get it. <laughs> oh shit, I can't fuck with you. Oh my god. All right, all right, all right. Time to settle down. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have a little more of this uh, Hershey's cookies and cream. Uh, in the meantime, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of No Labels. Of course, I've already telling. I've I've already told you telling. Look at me, magical moments at the very end of the show. Good grief! It's the weed. It's the fucking weed. Uh, yeah, you know which I have a whole Dutch. I'm gonna go finish after this. All right. Either way, guys. Until next episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, yeah, shit. What else is there to say? But peace.
Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. I wonder. Oh, I wonder. Ha, ha.